to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embody Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review, and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of any and all feedback is always welcome. Today's show, I want to dive into an emotion that has been stirring with a lot of my clients. The emotion that I want to turn towards today is anger because I feel like anger is an emotion that holds a lot of activation within the nervous system. And so anger can have a lot of numinosity, meaning a lot of archetypal energy within it. Whenever we're moving around an emotion that has a lot of activation, that has the potential to start to either shut down the system if the system is is overloaded with, with too much energy in the nervous system, or what can happen is things can start to become coupled with anger, and that can lead to us not having a lot of discrimination about what we're actually feeling. Anger and sadness like to hang out. They are like close cousins. Um, You often find anger as a gateway to sadness or sadness as a gateway to anger. So we want to make sure that we are, are trying to get to the roots and meet our anger and really allow anger to inform us because anger does such an amazing job of informing us of certain truths that are happening through us and the thing that I am seeing is when we don't have the capacity to turn towards anger due to the inability to hold going into that much activation What that does is we start to miss the wisdom of the anger and what happens is because anger is such an activating and fiery emotion, anger does have a destructive side to it and when I use the word destructive, I don't want to imply that that is bad. Destruction has a kind of moral implication that it is, there's something bad about destruction, but within the psychological space, sometimes destruction is a very helpful process of undoing and unweaving the things that have kind of kept us stuck and stagnated psychically. And so destruction can actually pull at the threads and undo some of those things so that we can enter into that creative space of relearning and and being reborn to to new ways and wider and deeper levels of, of consciousness. And so when we don't turn towards the anger or we don't have the capacity to turn towards our anger, what happens, I believe, 
and what I'm seeing with a lot of my clients is that that destructive side of anger is creating a vacuum in the unconscious and eventually what happens something just right happens in our system or our environment where it's almost like the fuse is set off and then that destructive vacuum releases whether it's internally on ourselves or it's externally on the relationship so we can see this in perhaps what we would call self-sabotaging behaviors or self-destructive behaviors or destructive behaviors in the relational space and I want to create some awareness around that when we say self-sabotaging and self-destructive I think that we put a lot of pressure on the ego to not do those things but having an awareness of the type of energy that anger can have when it is held in the unconscious, it can swallow the ego, the I, the choice-making capacity of your psychology pretty fast. And so it's not necessarily that you're doing the destruction, it's the destruction is working through you. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't want to bring that to consciousness and work on that. But I often see people continue to feed into that voice of destruction upon themselves and shame themselves and kind of contribute farther into that destructive capacity. And so really to disrupt this what we want to do is we want to turn towards the anger and allow the anger to inform us in whatever way that it needs to inform us so it's it's really interesting to see how anger shows up in different clients so certain clients the image of anger is very very intense i have some clients who the image of anger is held in these very archetypal images of the feminine so like ladies of darkness and confronting those images within themselves has been it's taken them a lot of courage and work to hold space to titrate that archetypal energy so that it's digestible and they can work through it and they can bring this lady of darkness to consciousness and not be so afraid because that's what happens when anger couples with any type of emotion but if it couples with fear what happens is we feel very paralyzed by our anger and we don't feel like we have the capacity to even confront it to stand up to it to see what it has to say and so what my job with my clients when especially when anger is presenting as these very intense archetypal images is to titrate that energy so that we can digest it and so that we can separate out anger and fear consciously allow my client to be able to feel what anger feels like to feel what fear feels like and distinguish and discriminate between the two of them and then we can spend a little bit more time with anger and allow anger to inform so sometimes with my clients it shows up in this very archetypal form that has a lot of energy. I love when different depth psychologists talk about when you're 
in the realm of the archetypal it's almost instead of being in relationship to an energy that is a hundred volts you're now in relationship to an energy that's a hundred thousand volts and so that's what it's like to confront anger for some individuals some individuals i've also seen that anger shows up disguised as previous versions of themselves which i find is really interesting and somewhat confusing because whenever you can confront the image of whatever emotion is presenting so if you can get to the image that that emotion is held in you can get a lot of information and wisdom just from that itself without even interacting just to see the image and to confront the image and so if the image is close to a previous version of yourself sometimes that's that's tough sometimes that's great because then we don't feel as activated by the archetypal other But sometimes that's a little bit confusing because there's maybe more of a tendency to over-identify with it and kind of subtly get caught into the realm of the archetypal because the image doesn't feel so strange, but also there is a propensity to, because you see yourself in that emotion, to get stuck in identifying with it and get caught in the web of identifying and over-identifying with your emotions. So... I wanted to read this quote out of a book that I'm reading called, uh, I think it's like the new gnosis or something of that nature, but there's a quote by Jung in it and I felt like it was really appropriate for this podcast. So Jung is basically talking about moving the aim of transformation from a typical egoic and literal perspective to a more imaginal and non-personal perspective. So Jung describes this process as follows. To the extent that I managed to translate the emotions into images, I was inwardly calmed and reassured. Had I left those images hidden in emotions, I might have been torn to pieces by them. I learned how helpful it can be from a therapeutic point of view to find particular images which lie behind emotions. And that really is a lot of the work that I'm doing with my clients is to open up this space where instead of the ego just looks at an emotion as a literal object that has been learned based on their based on the societal story attached to that emotion or their personal history of that emotion and bring that emotion into this imaginal realm and allow that to create some distance so that there is a space and a opportunity for digestion to occur with this emotion When we get stuck in that very personalistic, I talked about this in the last podcast on dreams, but when we get stuck into that personalistic and literal position of working on our healing process and we don't incorporate the imaginal, what happens is we usually get unconsciously stuck in a heroic position where the hero's job is to conquer the emotions whether that be through literal understanding of them making them logical and rational but the truth is that some of these things that are happening within us 
don't have a reason. They don't make sense. They're not rational. They're not linear. And so whenever we're trying to conquer these unconscious experiences, we start to lose the gift that is held within them. So when we're working with these different emotional states with the different archetypal states, we have to remember that each and every emotion archetype that we work with has a gift and a shadow to it. And so when we get so focused on conquering these experiences, we miss the gift of them. And so for a lot of my clients, what I'm working with now is to find the gift of anger, even if it is destructive, to see how this destructive capacity of anger might be, like I said, undoing previous identifications, previous rigid ways of presenting ourselves in the world, destroying our codependent enmeshments with other individuals. So anger is very informational if we can get in and through and underneath what it is trying to communicate and so really it's becoming in right relationship to those things and for me personally helping not only myself but my clients open more space for the imaginal to honor the psychic images that are attached to these different emotions has been beyond beneficial and it's been very fun and co-creative and interesting and mysterious I think really it's it's opening up a a space where we're interacting in this psychic drama that's unfolding that is playful and again co-creative instead of a heroic conquest of your inner emotional state to find that place of peace because there is also a shadow side to the hero which is a state of inflation and thinking that you are indestructible and that the destruction can't affect that hero. What we have to do is we have to go into these processes of of meeting and relating to these inner experiences with an openness to the deaths and destructions that may occur in that process. And that's my job is to kind of mediate that and create more space for that to spontaneously occur within the psyche. So I wanted to wrap up the podcast today to let everybody know that there are a lot of changes happening for me in 2020 and and different offerings that I'm bringing forward. I actually think I'm going to do a whole podcast to just let you guys know how you can interact and work with me, but I wanted to wrap up this podcast and let people know that I have actually created a free online community that is not on social media it's on its own specific app called mighty networks that you can interact with me there i have podcast recommendations book recommendations free journaling prompts but also the more important thing is you can go there to find all of the different workshops and courses that i will be offering in 2022 So if you are interested in connecting on that free community, you can head to the link in my show notes and I will put a link there for an invitation for all of you who are interested in interacting with my work but not having to be on social media to 
do so. So I find that it's a cleaner space to interact. There's there's less kind of bullshit, <laughs> to put it plainly. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do join the free community, I post links to all of the podcasts that I release and that will be a great place for people to ask questions, to create dialogues about different episodes, how the episodes moved in and through your personal experience. So if you're interested in that, you can head to the link in the show notes, but I hope that you guys have an amazing week and we will talk on Thursday. Bye guys. Thank you.